Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Don't Miss This Podcast, a Come Follow Me study with Emily Bell Freeman and David Butler. We fill this show up with all the things we think you don't want to miss in the scriptures every week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi there. I'm David Butler. I'm Emily Freeman. And this is... Ashley Hess. This is our friend Ashley (laughs) that we have brought on for today just because it's a holiday. Easter and General Conference. I guess it's not a holiday. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. What it's is, a holiday. It's not a holiday about that. <laughs> yeah. You want to call it a high holy day. That's yes. Why. Y'all, listen. We Wait. Are you talking about Easter? Yeah. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, General Conference. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, okay. Well, it can be a holiday if you want it to be a holiday. It kind of is. <laughs> you get treats and cinnamon rolls. Um, okay. But Easter, though, it really is our high holy day. Mm-hmm. We Like, we look forward to Easter every year with like such great anticipation. I just, I really, I mean, this is it. This is our day as Christians. It's a day that we celebrate the res- our resurrected King where he just rendered um, our enemy defeated once and for all. And it just is, I mean, it's our, it's our day. And um, we have a surprise at the end of this. If you know Ashley, she's a singer. And she is a Jesus lover. I'm reversing the order of that, though. She's a Jesus lover <laughs> yes. through and through. Oh, and she is awesome. a singer. And she sings about her love of Jesus sometimes. And yes. we have a surprise. I bet you can't guess what it is at the end. But we circled kind of our, our word of, of the week that I'm so excited to hang up in my house is Redeemer. And we love this word in the verses from the section we were in last time. Where in, it's that section that sometimes leaves you full of commotion it's that section that leaves you feeling like life's turned upside down. Everything's out of control. Um, nothing is is steady. And then it begins with these simple but sure words where he says, listen, almost as if he's saying like, shh, hold on. Listen to the voice of Jesus Christ, your Redeemer, the great I Am, whose arm of mercy hath atoned for your sins. In, in scripture, when it talks about your arm, it's talking about all of your will and all of your power and all of your ability. And he's like, all of my power and will and ability is used for mercy and, and used to, to rescue and to redeem. And Redeemer is one of our favorite titles of, of Jesus. Um, you have that secret, yeah, we love, ex- not secret, but <laughs> we love the Hebrew word for Redeemer, which is remember when he thought it was. Ta-da. Yeah, that's so much better. Because hello, Easter, he comes out <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> it really starts with a P, everyone. It's Pada. That's what it really is. It's fun to have both. Yeah. And it means to preserve, deliver, or, or rescue by any means. And we love the thought of that. By any means, whatever that looks like in your story. Uh, you've probably known us long enough to know that when Easter comes, we love to decorate for Jesus. That's what we love to do to fill our homes up with reminders of him. And many years ago, we created this Easter set. And that's one of the things that I love when you look at this set is he was a redeemer who came into every one of these stories, whatever they needed, he was going to deliver them and rescue them and redeem them by any means. You think of Thomas and you think about Nicodemus, you think about Uh, Mary Magdalene, who I love and her story and just every single person here has 
a story of redemption. And I love the thought of that. But as we think about that, it makes me think it's true for each one of us today. And I think of one of my very favorite rescue stories of my entire life happened many, many years ago when I was a young girl still in primary. And our ward, there was a boy who got lost in the West Desert, a three-year-old boy whose name was Andrew. And I can remember gathering together that first night and praying with my family that Andrew would be found in that desert. It was just the same time of year. It was that time when the days are really warm, but then a snowstorm will come right on the heels of that. And that's kind of what season it was. And this family, the dad had taken his boys and the grandpa out and they had gone out to the West Desert to search for fossils. And then they all gathered together and everyone kind of showed what they had. And he told everyone to walk to the car. They could see the car. And then when they got to the car and they started packing everything in, he was like, where is Andrew? And everyone started looking around and Andrew, the three-year-old, was not there. So they looked for about 45 minutes to an hour. And when they couldn't find him, he finally drove to a gas station and called for help. And he called his wife and let her know that Andrew had gone missing. And they brought in search and rescue. The army came in. They brought in the, the police dogs to come and try and find him. And I can remember our whole neighborhood packing up to go, all the dads in the neighborhood, just piling in cars. Um, there was a pediatrician there who was so worried because the reason that day had been so unseasonably warm is because a winter storm was coming within the next 24 hours. And so they searched all through that night. I can remember the next day, people still gathering for search parties to go out into that West Desert and the hundreds of people who came to look for that boy. I remember that afternoon gathering all my little playmates, all the primary kids together and kneeling in our front lawn and saying a prayer that Andrew would be found. And later that night, a man came home from work and he got home from work late. By the time he got home, everybody else was gone down to Delta. And he thought about not going because he had missed the ride, but his wife had already packed his dinner and had packed his flashlight and everything that he needed in the car. And so he was like, I'll just go. And when he got down there, nobody was at the search and rescue table because everybody was out searching. It had gotten to the point where it just was critical. If they didn't find the boy that night, he wasn't going to make it. And so he just knelt down and prayed, where should he go? And then he started walking. And as he walked, he got to this terrain that kind of went uphill and he started walking up and then it got to the point where it was like really uphill, hard to navigate. And there was that loose shell, that those slippery rock pieces. And he got to that point and he was like, I should turn around because there is a, no way a three-year-old navigated this part of this trail. And he almost did turn around. It's interesting because three other groups had gotten to that same place that day. And all three of them had thought the same thing he did and they all turned around and went and started looking somewhere different, including the boy's father had gotten that far. But he felt the prompting to continue. And so he continued up that steep grade until he got to the very top. And then he started walking along the top and he walked and walked until finally he came to the very end of that ridge and there was a pine tree there and a rock and a little three-year-old boy sitting right next to that rock. We asked what he was doing. The boy told him, I'm just waiting for someone to come take me home. I love that he 
but he took hold of that boy's hand and he walked him down that mountain and back to his dad. And every time I hear this story, I just think to myself how much it reminds me of a redeemer who will enter our stories and bring us home by any means, even if it feels like he shows up late, mm -hmm. even if it feels like we've gotten ourselves into a spot that people think we can't be rescued from, even if what could destroy us is waiting at the doors, that he will show up into that moment and he will redeem us by any means and he will bring us home. And I just love the thought of Jesus's name as redeemer in that regard. And and it just feels like, you know, you every, when I hear that story, I wanna put Nicodemus under that tree or Mary under that tree and have him say, I'm just waiting for someone to take me home. Mm. And, and I, I mean, you just told us the story like 10 minutes ago and it's still like, because then, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, because then you just start, you really do start picturing people, mm. you know, and I picture just Caleb and those green shorts that match nothing, you mm. know, and Star Wars socks that he pulls up to his knees. And that story gets me particularly because I just think, wait, as a dad, it's like, wait, it's a dad's job to get his kids home. You know, I just mm. feel that like to protect them and to, and so, I mean, you just, I think about that dad and I just think, oh, he has the heart of God, the father, mm. bring in everything and, you know, whatever I can, including his precious son, you know, to come and to rescue and, and, and to redeem. And so it just is sweet. We were saying earlier that, isn't it interesting that like we don't ever usually call Jesus the preventer, mm. you know, like, I want him to be the preventer. I really do. But we worship him and sing about him and praise his name as a fixer, as someone who comes into a world turned upside down to save it, mm -hmm. to take people who are lost, who have danger coming in and, and make it right in the end. And so we, um, because we love that name so much and because one of our favorite songs includes that name that I know my Redeemer lives, we wanted to center our Easter celebration this year around the words of, of that particular song. And um, you're going to be familiar with that that song. And what we Did thought you is, say what the song was? Oh, I know my Redeemer lives. <laughs> I gave all the clues that I gave you. <laughs> what if I'm like, it's each light that touches... <laughs> <laughs> so that is the song and you will see the study guide paper that we made includes little um, prompts that actually come straight from that song because this is what we thought would be really rad to do with it. We thought you could take um, some of those lines that start introducing things about Jesus, our Redeemer, and, and you could start making lists of everything that he does and who he is and his role in the plan and where you just find him in your life and, and, and you could and you can do that. And you might start with the lyrics and we've given you four places where that could happen. Uh, you'll see in the song it talks about he lives and or he lives my or he lives too. And as we thought about that, we were like, oh, it's so interesting when you start putting all the lyrics of that song into these places. This one kind of helps us understand his role in the plan. He lives and grants me daily breath. He lives and I shall conquer death. This one, he lives too, makes us think about what he does on the daily, right? He lives to 
grant me rich supply. He lives to guide me with his eye. When we think about he lives my, I love that this one kind of introduces him to us. This is who he is. He's my kind, wise, heavenly friend. He's my savior. He's my prophet, priest, and king. These are the names we call him or think of him by. And then the last and that, one. Oh, and that savior's still the same. Oh, so good. Because you just like, it's, isn't it so rad to read or hear someone else's story and then say, oh, but still the same. Yes. You know, still, yes. still the same one. So good. Um, and then the last one, he lives. And that line that just runs right after that, all blessings to impart. And it kind of makes you think of all of the blessings that are in our life because he lives, yeah. which makes him so sweet to us. And if you were to start out, maybe you would print this and you would write the lyrics from the song. But then we started thinking, what if you actually printed it out? So we'll have on our blog, on our website, yes. a copy of this. If you don't have the study guide, you can just print out one regular size or... An engineer print. Yeah, big, if you go to Office kind. Depot or somewhere for like $6, you can print it out huge because we were thinking, because it's conference weekend and Easter, and hopefully everybody wants to talk about Jesus. That's what we hope. That you might find other things that you want to write on here from conference that you're like, oh, I want to add this to this box of who he, his role in the plan or his, what he does in the day to day or the names that I want to remember him by or the blessings that come. And I love the idea you're thinking of doing with your kids. Oh yeah, I just want to get a bunch of like sticky notes, Easter color sticky notes, of course. And then just um, if they hear something that would go in one of those boxes, mm -hmm. you can just write it and then go stick it up there. So that might be why you want to print it big or you might want to give everyone their own little one or for conference. Yeah, for conference or, or just Ashley all week had long. the funnest all idea week, too. You know? I, as you guys are talking about this, I just thought of the idea. I want to print out like 52 pages of this and do like a year of Jesus Christ in my life and like talk about he lives and well, what has his role in my life been? He lives too. What has he done? Hmm. What are the names that I've seen just in my day to day? And I just, I just think that would be such a cool way to recognize him so intentionally in your day-to-day -day life. Oh, and what an awesome record at the end of the year. Oh, like you do so want to awesome. know where yes. you went to lunch in your journal, but really what you want to know <laughs> is, is where he showed up. Yes, been, totally. Yeah. You know, totally. in your story. Where he showed up. We thought it would be so fun to go through and just talk about some of our favorite lines from this song that might make you start thinking of some of your favorite lines from this song. So Ashley, why don't you start us yeah, off? Yeah, I, it's like, Picking a favorite child. I don't have kids, but I feel like this is because this whole song is just like describing somebody that I love. Oh, you can pick a favorite child. It's easy. <laughs> well, then maybe this isn't like that. But I feel like, yeah, this is just describing someone that I just love and cherish and need so much. But there, I had a really cool experience when I was recording the song, and there's so many lines that I've loved for so long, but this line stood out to me, and I've never really thought about it twice, but it's, he lives to plead for me above. And as I was singing it, I just had this moment of, I just pictured Jesus Christ with our Heavenly Father, like pleading for us and not only pleading for us, but pleading with us mm. to follow him and to trust him and to recognize mm. our potential and who we actually are. And it was just this beautiful picture of somebody who loves us so deeply that is just pleading that we will understand how much he loves us and why, mm. and that we are so worthy of that. And it was just... It was really special. I'd never thought about that line that way. So it was a really cool moment for me that I will never forget. I love that. Yeah, and it just gives that sense of, as you were just saying, it just, I, I was just thinking, 
it's so easy to like ask somebody, do you want this? And they're like, no. And you're like, okay, fine. You lost your chance. It expired, you know, but to have him just like, no, I'm not giving up until mm-hmm. you believe this about yourself. Totally. You know, until that day comes, I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep on pleading for you, uh, to come into this place that I know you want to be. My line that I love so much, and I actually, just as Ashley was singing it, and um, did we already say that was gonna happen? At the end? Yeah, or did I give that away? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of pressed it, I was like, because I was singing this song, I'm like, surprise. At the end, Ashley recorded a version of this that is so sweet, and it's it's so worshipful. And so we asked her if she would do that. And she said yes, 75 times right away. And and anyways, that's coming to the end, the version of that song. But we were listening to it before we started recording this. And and I've never, ever thought about this line before. And no one ever put it on their wall in vinyl letters ever. But um, it's the line, he lives who once was dead. And And death is so final. And it's so like certain. And it's so like... There's no, it's a point of no return is kind of what you think about it. And at one point, Jesus really was dead and they rolled a big stone in, in front of the tomb, like that you can't open anymore, sealed up and, and shut. And then all of a sudden he lives like what once seemed so permanent and so final was no longer Hmm. that way anymore. And it just makes me think that you, we can say that about our own stories. I can say, I once was forgotten. I once was lost. I once was an addict. I once was was awful to people. I, and that doesn't have to be your story anymore because mm-hmm. of of him. And everybody has that. Everyone has a story. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a story. And you and, and you can say to them, but that doesn't have to always be your story anymore. That is never final. And, and I just, I just, am, I feel so delivered and so rescued and so, you know, just love him for that. Um, I loved as I was listening and you're going to have the same experience where you really feel like you are just going to sit down in the same room where Ashley is and she's going to sing this song to you. And there is something about this version. I love that you went so slow that you let us like sit with each sentence and think about each sentence. And I was the same. I had picked a different favorite phrase that I was going to talk about until I listened to the song the whole way through just before we started. And I had the most interesting experience. And I wonder if the same might be true for you because as Ashley went through and sang each of those lines, I just was reminded of moments, just recent moments in my story in the past year or two years where he has shown up at that place and he has rescued and delivered by any means that he has brought just what I needed at that moment. And one of those memories that I had while listening to the song is one that I I hadn't even remembered or thought about since it happened, but was so tender to me as I was listening that um, I'd been on a walk about the same time last year And I got a phone call from Greg and he said to me, why are you not answering the phone? And my ringer was turned off and I actually just pulled my phone out to check what time it was. And Greg happened to be calling right at that moment. And I said to him, what do you need? And he said, call Caleb, it's bad. And then he hung up the phone and 
I don't know if any of you have ever had a phone call like that, but my heart just dropped. And um, I can remember at that moment thinking, I, you know how you like pep talk yourself into that moment? Like I, I was going to make that phone call. I had no idea what was going to go on. I didn't know any idea what was happening. They had a one week old baby at their house. And um, as I was dialing that number, I remember thinking all the 10,000 thoughts of what could have possibly happened in that moment. And then immediately feeling strength. That strength that comes that is beyond your own, that was almost like the Savior saying, it's okay, this is going to be a, a hard thing. This is going to be hard. I remember feeling that moment so clearly. But I will strengthen you, and I will strengthen Caleb, and I will strengthen Maria through this. And it's so interesting because that moment was so powerful for me that I can actually remember exactly the vinyl fence post that I was at when that moment happened. I, I remember it. It's so weird that I didn't remember it until the song happened. And then right when it started, just clear as day. And that is one of the things that I love. And I hope that the experience will be the same for you that maybe this song and these lyrics and the way that you sing just Oh, so much humility, but also so much awe in how you approached each of those lines. And it just was, it was raw to me, but it just brought him so near to me at the same time. And what a beautiful gift that you've given us, but what a beautiful gift you've given all of us in that regard of just to have a sweet moment to remember him on his day hmm. is just priceless. We thought it would be awesome if you just shared with us uh, your preparation. In fact, talk about when you called her. Oh. That's so fun. Yeah. And before I say that, I, when you were just talking about kneeling by that fence post, I don't know if you, you thought this as, as you heard that, but how could you not picture Mary weeping at the mm. tomb? Like, how can you not see that that's who you were in that, in that story? And in a one word sermon, he, he changed everything for mm -hmm. her. You know, he called her name and, and everybody, everyone's story is like that. You know, I, I used to, I was broken and I was a doubter and I'm an outsider and I started on the wrong team and I found out about you yesterday and, um, we, we used to be close with you and now we don't really know. And, Anybody and everybody, this is your story. Easter is your story. And you'll see that um, just a, a, a woman of faith in her room. And it's like, and it's her story. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so awesome. When I called her to see, you know, would you please, you know, hi, hi, <laughs> consider like maybe <laughs> doing so this fun. with all my things crossed. Um, she's like squealed. <laughs> she was like, ah! <laughs> she was so excited. Literally squealed like, yeah. yes! About that song because like, this is this is her anthem. This mm -hmm. song is one of her anthems, yeah. and I just maybe talk about why you love this song so much, and then we we can yeah. just cut to it. Okay, to easy. I could talk about this forever. I'll try and keep it short. But uh, I love this song for so many reasons because I feel like like we talked about. There's so many things that it lists about who Jesus Christ is, what he does. Just his and, names, his roles, everything. Yeah, and it really could be like by any means. I was like, yes. do you want to see the means? Yes. yes. We'll list them out for totally. you. Totally. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's so 
it's so general, but it's also so specific at the same time that yes. I feel like it covers everyone, but it also covers me so intimately. And like when I'm listening or when I'm singing or when I'm reading about what it's saying that he is, I'm like, oh, I know that. I feel that. And this kind of like you had like that experience that came to your mind. And something that I love, which is why I wanted to take space when I was singing it, because I'm like, I was remembering things that I was feeling and ways that he's shown up in my life. And it's cool that this song, I've loved, I mean, I've grown up singing this song and listening to this song my whole life, but I feel like every time I listen to it, a line stands out to me in that moment because that's what I need to remember. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, this is who he is, or this is what he does for me. Or it just reminds me of ways that he's shown up in my life. And it's it's the same song, but different pieces mean different things at different times. And it's so, it's so beautiful to me that it's just a reminder of just that being that I know is real, that lives and that knows me personally, and that I have this relationship with it, that gives me so much hope and encouragement and it just empowers me and it's something that can't be taken away, regardless of what happens in my life, anything. Like it's just a truth that I know that cannot be taken away and at the end of the day, that is just the most beautiful thing that I have in my life. So I... Oh, I love the song so much. It's so, so awesome. Can't hope you just have a, a beautiful Easter that you just listen to the song, listen to listen to the voice, mm-hmm. you know, of Jesus, your Redeemer. We love y'all. We hope you have a beautiful Easter day and Easter season. And um, your this community just really means the world to us. So, um, happy Easter! Happy Easter! Happy Easter! I know. What comfort this sweet sentence gives He lives, He lives who once was dead He lives my ever-living head He lives to bless me Kind, wise, heavenly 
This audio was taken from a YouTube video from our YouTube channel. You can find us on YouTube at Don't Miss This. Also, sign up for our newsletter at don'tmissthisstudy.com and you can follow us on Instagram at Emily Bell Freeman and at Mr. Dave Butler. Thanks for listening. Bye.